0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We are going to finish the text of Ezra today. Now, we have other devotions coming up. They're going to come from Nehemiah. Because again, Ezra and Nehemiah were, were originally one text. This weekend, Pastor Mike's going to preach a very special sermon for us. It's still part of the Revival Project, but we are at this point, as of today's devotion, finished with the text of the book of Ezra. You'll see how it all comes together this weekend. For now, let's look at Ezra chapter 10, verse 25. We have in the opening verses of chapter 10, seen the Levites, the priests, the singers, the gatekeepers, all step forward and confess to this sin of having married foreign wives. uh, Particularly, uh, the word foreign here comes from the Hebrew word nokri. And it would, it would suggest Hittite, Moabite, uh, uh, Edomite women. And this this is the particular class of women who are forbidden from marriage uh, with the Israelite men because marrying these women almost universally entailed worshiping their gods. One notable exception we've already studied here, Ruth. This is partly what makes Ruth's vow of, of loyalty so significant. She is obviously not off limits, pardon the double negative. She has already declared in Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 through 18, I think, your God will be my God, your people will be my people. And she is part of the genealogy that leads to Jesus. But there's no such vow of repentance among the the, the women who are a part of this wave of Israelites returning to Jerusalem. It begins with the leadership, and now in verse 25, we speak to those who are not priests, not levitical there's a catalog of uh of, of all of these who have stepped forward to uh repent of this sin with drastic drastic measures uh it's it is a, an incredibly painful experience drawn out over the course of three months and they're listed here in ezra's ever so thorough record keeping verse 34 uh And verse, where did it go? Verse 34 and verse 29. If you're watching this on allies.network, you can see what I'm talking about. We have the same name come up a couple of times, and it's an unfamiliar name. But I believe, uh, I believe it's, if you're a Hebrew scholar, please comment with an explanation because I'm not a Hebrew scholar. I'll just read some Hebrew. I believe we're looking at uh, an alternate spelling for big Vai. Uh, Same with this name right here. UL. I think that elsewhere in the Old Testament, this has come up as an alternate spelling for the name Joel. Now this list of names is explained in verse 44, the very final verse. Okay, I told you the book of Ezra would feel kind of anticlimactic. Here's verse 44. All of these, this long exist of, uh, a long exhaustive list of names, all of these had married foreign women, and some of the wives had given birth to children. So they are they they step forward, right? This is this is not uh, this is not Ezra's burn book. He's not writing their names here to shame them. Uh, instead, these are men who stepped forward to repent of this. We know, having seen how well funded all of this wave of, of Israelites returning to Jerusalem was, that. They certainly were endowed with what it took to be able to equip these women and their children with financial resources to be taken care of. I've I found a couple of commentators that that confirm that view, but it's not explicitly written in the text. The larger, the larger takeaway from the text really hits you and I right between the eyes with, are we willing to take drastic measures to repent from sin? So in Jesus' name, I, I pray that you would consider what your precious sin is that God is calling you to repent of. Hey, speaking of a building campaign, if it happens to be something that you spend money on, what better way to repent than to not only repent from that sin, but then also fund the revival project with it. Let's pray. God, I, I look at this text and I, I see men who'd step forward in repenting from a sin. You hate divorce, God. But these divorces are catalogued at the end of Ezra's book in the middle of the collective text with Nehemiah. We know that this would come back again in the book of Nehemiah. Sin is like that because we are like that, sinful by nature. Would you forgive us, God, of absolutely every last one of our sins? Would you give us the fortitude by the power of your Holy Spirit to cut off and gouge out everything in our lives that causes us to stumble? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of revival, may we be drastic in what we repent of.